Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, all about creating consistent cash flow, escaping the nine to five, and really living life on your terms. This is the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. It's our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. I'm Stephanie Taylor, your guide on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, 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 Stephanie here. Welcome to episode 16 of the Rent to Rent Success podcast. And today we are talking contracts. This episode is a response to questions asked in the Rent to Rent Success Secrets Facebook group. Quinton asked, which contract do you use in a rent to rent HMO? Is it a company let? And what is the difference with other types of contract? Great questions. And Preeti asked, do you always use a solicitor to draw up your management uh, agreements? Again, another good question. And I'm going to cover all that in today's episode and more. If you're joining us for the first time, a big welcome to you. Do go back and listen from episode one. Each episode builds on the next to give you the full picture of rent to rent success. And if you've been with us all along, or if this is not your first episode, welcome to you too. I know that you are going to love this one. And thank you for all of the reviews. So if you're enjoying it, you haven't left a review yet, please do leave a few words on Apple to say that you are enjoying it. Uh, you'll feel amazing. <laughs> so now let's get down to the business of contracts. This does get people so het up. Uh, important note before we dive in, I'm not a solicitor. This is not legal advice. I'm simply talking here from my own experience of England and Wales. It's important to check the legalities in the area where you operate. So rent to rent is a great strategy. It can really change your life and it can help you get that consistent cash flow that's life changing. There are some important things to know, though, things that could trip you up. And in this podcast, we step you through everything you need to know about rent to rent contact, contracts. So first of all, we're going to tackle Quinton's question where he talked about which contract do you use um, in rent to rent HMO? Is it company let? And what's the difference between the types of contracts? So there are two types of rent to rent contracts which should be used between you as the rent to renter and the landlord or property owner. Um, and let all or, or the letting agent. So the two types are number one, a, a lease agreement, and number two, a management agreement. So with a lease agreement, it's a commercial lease, basically, which gives you the right to rent the property and to rent it out to your own tenants or guests for a specified period of time. You would use a rent to rent lease agreement when your agreement is direct with the owner of the property and the property is either an existing HMO or commercial property or the property is unencumbered, i.e. it's got no mortgage on it. Second, we've got the management agreement, and this agreement gives you the right to manage the property on a specified basis, e.g. HMO or service apartment. 
i.e. by the room or by the night. You would use a rent-to-rent management agreement when your agreement is with the letting agent or with the owner and the property is not an existing HMO or commercial property. So Quinton also asked, is it a company let agreement? No, it's not a company let agreement. A company let agreement gives you the right to manage the property if you operate as a limited company or a limited liability partnership. And it would stipulate that your tenants are members of your company, whether directors, employees or guests. Only people directly connected to your company would be able to use the property. And that's why it's not uh, it's not a company let. So ensure you do this. Because whichever agreement you go for, it's important to explain, uh, it's important to ensure that you explain to the property owner that they must ensure that A, that their mortgage lending, if they've got a mortgage, allows for the use of the property as a house share or for the tenant type that you're going for if it's not professional tenants or if you're doing service accommodation that it permits use of the property as a service accommodation. So they need to check with their mortgage lender. The second thing is they need to check with their insurer that their insurance allows the use of the property as a house share if that's what you're doing or service accommodation if that's what you're doing. And so many people let this stop them from starting a great business because of concerns about the contracts what you need to do is just use the right contract, which we've explained above, and then also just ask the owner to check with the lender if they have mortgage lending on the property and also check the insurance. The insurance is easy to fix because you can just use an insurer who will insure against against that, uh, you know, against rent-to-rent HMO. So sometimes changing lender can be difficult and expensive and some owners won't want to do that if that's going to be required. Have you ever had the feeling of wanting more? I have. Raw cashew nuts, cute dash hound photos and Susie Q all do it for me. You're listening here. You're loving it. Okay, I'm guessing here. You want to take things to the next level? Okay, I'm an optimist. Come over and see us at renttorentsuccess.com. That's rent number two, rentsuccess.com. And get to see us in person. We've got a lot of juicy rents to rent goodness going on over there. Videos, blogs, free training and guides. I know you're going to love it. So check it out at renttorentsuccess.com. So now let's move on to Preeti's question. Do I need to use a solicitor? Preeti said, do you always use a solicitor to draw up your management agreements? So you can go to a solicitor and have your contract drawn up. Using a solicitor is expensive and it's time consuming. And you might think that you'll get a better result and you'll be more protected if anything goes wrong if you went to a solicitor. And that's natural. We thought that too. But what we were surprised to find is that many solicitors do not understand the business model of rent to rent, even though they say that they do. And if you have any issues and you go back to your solicitor, you will find that in the contract that you signed with them, you've agreed that with very few extremely rare exceptions, they, the solicitors, are not liable if anything goes wrong with you or your contract or anything related. And you would imagine actually, that a solicitor would put that protection in for themselves. 
So why you should use a tried and tested rent-to-rent contract? This is to protect yourself as much as possible. It's important to use the right contract and include the right clauses. And many people don't realise, I didn't, I hadn't really thought about it beforehand, that solicitors start with a template boilerplate uh, type of contract. And then they rely on what they know and what you know to advise them of all the clauses that you would like to see in the contract. Now, when you're starting out, you actually won't know all the clauses that you need to have in the contract. And if they're unfamiliar with rent to rent, which most solicitors are, in my experience, your solicitor won't know which specific clauses need to be included. So over the years, we had our we had our um, contracts originally done by solicitors. And over the years, we've had them re- revised and updated by solicitors to add in new clauses. So, for example, We've had a coronavirus clause added so that if anything like corona happens again, we now have provision in the contracts to enable us to renegotiate the guaranteed rent if we need to. Another example of one of the clauses that you need within your contracts and and something I see people struggling with, and you may have seen this yourself within uh, Facebook groups and so on, is that Landlords won't make, if a landlord won't make uh, essential repairs, such as fixing a broken boiler in winter, our contract states that the owners must respond to emergency repairs in a specified period and agree the works to be carried out. And if this doesn't happen, we are able to carry out the works and recover the funds and an administration fee from the rent. So we've never had to do this because we have good relationships with all of our landlords. But the clause is there for exceptional circumstances to protect to, to protect our tenants. Um, another example is that we also include a clause which states that if the law or statutory regulations change, which require council tax by the room, or which which in, interfere with our ability to be able to multi-let the property as an HMO, we can renegotiate um, with the with the owner and or exit the agreements. And these are just two of the many important examples I could give you about the types of clauses that need to be included in a rent-to-rent contract. So make sure you work with someone who understands rent-to-rent and don't just take their word for it. Make sure you test that they really know rent-to-rent and understand what it is. So do you need to go to a solicitor for every new property, uh, for every rent-to-rent property you take on? Now, again, I'm going to be controversial here. No, you don't. And you know who will tell you that you do? That's right. Yeah. Solicitors. Solicitors will tell you that you need a new contract with them each time you take on a new rent to rent property. Well, let me ask you a question. Do letting agents go to a solicitor for every for a new contract every time they take on management of a new property? Of course not. They edit the existing management contract with the details for the specific owner property and agreement. Now, there is one exception. This is the exception, which is that if you're taking on a property to on rent to rent with an option to buy, that is when you're contracting with a property owner to rent and then buy their property using a lease option or in exchange with delay completion, yes, it absolutely is wise to have a bespoke agreement drawn up by, uh, by a sister for each property. So... Are you curious about making money from properties you don't own? 
you can watch your free Rent to Rent Success Masterclass and get the full lowdown on Rent to Rent with us. Get started at renttorentsuccess.com slash guide. That's rent, the number two, rentsuccess.com slash guide. You'll learn more about Rent to Rent and how it can change your life. Okay, now let's get back to the show. So that's answered those questions. But I just want to remind you that contracts are the backdrop. Relationships are the center stage. So for us in rent to rent, in property, in business and in life in general, it's all about the win-win. So it's got to be good for you and it's good for us. It's good for our landlords and it's good for us. It's good for our tenants and it's good for us. So our goal is to deliver exceptional value and use our experience to help others to achieve success quicker. So we've made our rent to rent contracts available to buy because we saw so many people using expensive solicitors who didn't have the expertise to deliver what is needed in a rent to rent business. And we haven't just included the contracts. We've also, we've included the commercial lease that we talked about, the lease agreement and the management agreement. And for both of those, we've included a guide, a guide as to when to use each type of contract. We've included an understanding document. That's an explainer document explaining each clause and translating the legalese into plain English. We've got sample documents so you can see samples of what a completed contract would look like. And we've got template documents. Those are Word documents so you can just immediately add your own branding, your own property details and start using them straight away. So we've included everything you need there to be successful. So we've covered a lot today. Uh, so let's summarize. We answered Quinton's question, which is which contract to use in rent to rent HMO. We talked about the two types of agreements to use, the lease agreement and the management agreement. The lease agreement is like a commercial lease and gives you the right to rent the property and rent it out to your own tenants or guests for a specified period of time. And we talked about the management agreement, which gives you the right to manage the property on a specified basis, e.g., as a house share, HMO or service accommodation. And we explained also when to use each agreement. And we answered Preeti's question. Do you always need a solicitor to draw up your management agreements? No, you don't need to go to a solicitor each property for your management or lease agreement. The only exception is to that is where you're buying a property too, for example, with a lease option or in exchange with a delayed completion. If you do go to a solicitor, make sure you know all the clauses that you might need. Solicitors start with a boilerplate template, as I said, and often they rely on you to know about the clauses you'll need because many solicitors say they understand rent to rent, but they don't. And they don't understand it well enough to advise you on the clauses that you might need. And for all of those reasons, that's why we started offering ours, because we realized that people hadn't been through the experiences that we had been and had their contracts updated and enhanced so, so that they really work for them in their rent to rent business. So we covered, we covered a lot today. If you want to see it all written down, check out the show notes and they are at renttorentsuccess.com slash 1616 for episode 16. That's rent number two, rentsuccess.com slash 16. You're here with me now. 
and right at the end. And I hope you found this useful. Please do review us on Apple Podcasts so that they know. Yeah, this is a good podcast. And I'll see y'all next week. I'll be talking about another big question I get asked, which is what is the best location for rent to rent? Until next week, have an amazing rest of the week. And remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like the links for anything mentioned in today's episode, or if voice is not enough and you want to see us on video too, you can find all the show notes and lots more at renttorentsuccess.com. That's rent number two, rentsuccess.com. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we'd super appreciate it if you would take a few minutes to review it in your podcast app. Remember, we'll be donating to our B1G1 charities too for each review you give. Until then, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.